Secrets Beneath the Oval Office Satanic Syndicate Chapter 1 The Hidden Door The White House's Curator Room was a place of history, a silent witness to the passage of time. The walls, adorned with portraits of past presidents, seemed to whisper tales of power, politics, and intrigue. But today, they would reveal a secret that had been hidden for centuries. Margaret Maggie Caldwell, the White House's chief historian, was engrossed in her work, cataloging a new set of artifacts. As she moved a heavy, ornate mirror to get a better look at its frame, her fingers brushed against an irregularity in the wall paneling behind it. Curious, she pressed it, and to her astonishment, a section of the wall clicked and shifted slightly. Heart racing, Maggie carefully pulled at the panel, revealing a hidden door. Its existence was baffling. In all her years working here, she had never come across any records or mentions of a concealed entrance in the curator room. She hesitated, her rational mind wrestling with her curiosity. The door looked old, its wood darkened with age, and its handle was ornate, hinting at a time long past. Taking a deep breath, she decided to open it, but it was locked. The discovery was too significant to ignore. She immediately called for Colonel Nathaniel Brooks, the head of White House security. Within minutes, the room was swarming with agents, their faces a mix of curiosity and concern. What have you found, Maggie? Nathaniel asked, his voice betraying a hint of skepticism. She pointed to the hidden door. This. I have no idea how it's been undetected for so long. Nathaniel examined the door, his fingers tracing the intricate patterns carved into its surface. We need to get this opened and see what's behind it, he declared. As security worked on unlocking the door, the atmosphere in the room grew tense. Whispers filled the air, speculating on the door's origins and purpose. The White House had seen its share of mysteries, but this was unlike anything before. Suddenly, a voice broke through the murmurs. I might have something that could help. All eyes turned to the doorway, where Eleanor Ellie Whitmore stood, clutching a leather-bound book. A journalist known for her investigative pieces on the White House's history, Ellie had a reputation for unearthing long-forgotten tales. Maggie's eyes widened in recognition. Ellie? What are you doing here? Ellie approached Maggie, her gaze fixed on the hidden door. I've been researching old letters and documents related to the White House. One of them mentioned a secret chamber, but I dismissed it as a myth. Until now. She opened the book, revealing a handwritten letter dated from the 1800s. It spoke of a hidden room in the White House, a place of secrets and power. The letter hinted at the room's entrance being concealed in the curator room but provided no details on its purpose. As Maggie and Nathaniel read the letter, the weight of its implications settled on them. If this room had remained hidden for so long, what secrets did it hold? Security finally managed to unlock the door, revealing darkness beyond. Nathaniel ordered a team to explore the chamber ensuring it posed no immediate threat. As the agents disappeared into the shadows, Maggie and Ellie exchanged a look of apprehension. The discovery of the hidden door had opened a Pandora's box, and they were about to delve deep into its mysteries. The room buzzed with anticipation, each person present aware that they were on the cusp of unveiling a chapter of history that had remained hidden for centuries. But with that excitement came a sense of unease. The White House, a symbol of power and democracy, held a secret, and they were about to uncover it. As the minutes ticked by, the tension in the room grew palpable. Finally, the agents emerged, their faces pale. You need to see this, one of them whispered. Maggie, Nathaniel, and Ellie stepped into the chamber, their torches revealing a sight that left them speechless. 
The room was vast, its walls lined with ancient books and artifacts. At its center stood an altar, hinting at rituals long forgotten. The implications were staggering. The heart of American power held a chamber of secrets, its purpose unknown. As the trio explored the room, they realized that they were on the brink of a mystery that would challenge everything they knew about the White House and its history. The discovery of the hidden door was just the beginning. The real journey into the depths of the past had just begun. Chapter 2 Descent into darkness, the hidden door had opened to reveal a narrow, spiral staircase, its steps worn with age. The air was thick with dust, and a cold draft seemed to emanate from the depths below. The dim light from the curator room barely penetrated the darkness, casting eerie shadows on the walls. Maggie hesitated at the top of the staircase, her heart racing. The weight of the discovery pressed heavily on her, and she felt a mix of excitement and dread. Beside her, Nathaniel's face was set in a grim line, his hand resting on the pistol at his side. We need to see what's down there, he said, his voice low and determined. Ellie, clutching the leather-bound book, nodded in agreement. Whatever it is, it's been hidden for a reason. We need to uncover the truth. Taking a deep breath, Maggie led the way, her flashlight cutting through the darkness. The staircase seemed to go on forever, winding its way deeper and deeper into the earth. The silence was oppressive, broken only by the soft echo of their footsteps and the distant drip of water. As they descended, the atmosphere grew colder, and a sense of unease settled over the group. The walls of the staircase were lined with faded murals, depicting scenes of rituals and ceremonies. The figures in the paintings seemed to watch them, their eyes following their every move. After what felt like hours, the staircase finally opened up into a vast chamber. The sight that met their eyes was both awe-inspiring and terrifying. The room was dominated by a massive altar, its surface stained with dark, dried liquid. Above it hung a giant pentagram, its lines glowing faintly in the dim light. The walls of the chamber were lined with bookshelves, each filled with ancient tomes and scrolls. The titles, written in various languages, hinted at dark arts and forbidden knowledge. There were books on summoning spirits, casting curses, and harnessing dark energies. Ellie, her eyes wide with shock, approached one of the shelves, her fingers trembling as she picked up a book. Its cover was made of black leather, and its pages were yellowed with age. As she opened it, a chill ran down her spine. The book was filled with detailed illustrations of rituals and ceremonies, each more horrifying than the last. This. This is a grimoire, she whispered her voice shaking. A book of dark magic. Maggie, her curiosity piqued, joined Ellie, her eyes scanning the titles. These books, they're centuries old. Some of them are even older. How is this possible? Nathaniel, his face pale, looked around the chamber, his eyes drawn to the altar. This place, it's a temple. A temple dedicated to dark forces. As they explored the chamber, the feeling of an ominous presence grew stronger. The air was thick with tension, and every shadow seemed to hide a lurking threat. The silence was broken only by the soft rustle of pages as Ellie leafed through the grimoires. Suddenly, a soft whisper echoed through the chamber, sending shivers down their spines. The sound seemed to come from everywhere and nowhere, its source impossible to pinpoint. Maggie, her heart pounding, shone her flashlight around the room, trying to locate the source of the sound. Who's there? She called out, her voice echoing eerily. The whisper grew louder, its tone filled with malice. Intruders. Defilers. Leave this place.
Nathaniel, his hand on his pistol, moved to stand beside Maggie, his eyes scanning the shadows. We're not alone, he whispered. Ellie, clutching the grimoire to her chest, looked around in panic. We need to leave. Now. As they made their way back to the staircase, the whispers grew louder, their tone more menacing. The shadows seemed to come alive, reaching out to grab them. The feeling of being watched, of being hunted, was overwhelming. As they reached the top of the staircase, the door to the curator room slammed shut, plunging them into darkness. The whispers grew to a deafening roar, the voices filled with rage and hatred. Maggie, her flashlight flickering, tried to open the door, but it wouldn't budge. We're trapped, she cried, her voice filled with despair. Nathaniel, his face set in a grim line, pulled out his pistol, aiming it at the door. Stand back, he ordered. With a loud bang, the door flew open, revealing the curator room beyond. The group stumbled out, their faces pale and their hearts racing. As they caught their breath, the realization of what they had discovered weighed heavily on them. The White House, the symbol of American power and democracy, held a dark secret, one that had been hidden for centuries. The chamber below was a testament to the power of dark forces, a place where rituals and ceremonies had been performed for generations. The question was, by whom? And why? As they looked at each other, the weight of their discovery pressing heavily on them, one thing was clear. They had uncovered a mystery that would change everything they thought they knew about the White House and its history. The descent into darkness had only just begun. Chapter 3 The Journal of Lord Blackwood, The Curator Room once a sanctuary of historical artifacts and serene contemplation, now felt tainted by the chilling discovery beneath its floor. The trio, Maggie, Nathaniel, and Ellie, stood in a tense circle, the weight of their findings pressing down on them. The room was silent, save for the soft ticking of an antique clock. Maggie's fingers brushed against a leather-bound book, its spine cracked and pages yellowed with age. The embossed title read, The Chronicles of Lord Cedric Blackwood. Intrigued, she opened it, revealing elegant, handwritten script that danced across the pages. This. This is Lord Blackwood's personal journal, Maggie whispered, her voice tinged with awe. Ellie leaned in, her journalist instincts kicking in. Blackwood? The British diplomat from the 1800s? He was rumored to have dabbled in the occult. Nathaniel frowned, his skepticism evident. A diplomat's diary? How is that relevant? Maggie began to read aloud, her voice echoing in the hushed room. March 17, 1842. The hall is complete. Its construction, hidden from prying eyes, will serve as the sanctum for our sacred rites. The White House, a beacon of power, is the perfect vessel for our endeavors. The trio exchanged uneasy glances. Maggie continued, April 2, 1842, our ceremonies grow in strength. The spirits are pleased. The energy of this place, this nation, fuels our rituals. Soon, our influence will seep into the very foundations of this country. Ellie's eyes widened. This hall. It was built to harness the power of the White House, to channel it for dark rituals. Nathaniel's skepticism wavered. If this is true, it changes everything we know about the history of this place. Maggie turned the pages, her fingers trembling. An intricate sketch caught her eye a detailed layout of the hall, complete with symbols and annotations. At the center was the altar, surrounded by a circle of runes. May 15, 1842, the circle is complete. The runes, ancient symbols of power, will amplify our ceremonies. 
With each ritual, our influence grows. The spirits are restless, eager to aid our cause. The journal went on to detail various ceremonies and rituals, each more chilling than the last. There were mentions of summoning spirits, casting curses, and even communing with demonic entities. But it was the final entry that sent shivers down their spines. June 30, 1842. The ultimate ritual is at hand. The spirits have shown me the way. With this ceremony, our influence will be cemented for generations. The White House, and by extension this nation, will be under our control. The future is ours. The page was stained with dark, dried liquid, and the next pages were torn out. Maggie closed the journal, her face pale. Blackwood and his followers. They were trying to control the fate of this nation through dark magic. Ellie nodded, her mind racing. And if this hall has remained hidden for so long, who's to say they didn't succeed? What if their influence is still felt today? Nathaniel looked thoughtful. We need to find out more about Blackwood. If he was involved in the occult, there might be records, something that can help us understand what they were trying to achieve. Maggie clutched the journal to her chest. This is bigger than we thought. We're dealing with forces beyond our understanding. We need to tread carefully. The weight of their discovery pressed heavily on them. The White House, a symbol of democracy and power, was intertwined with dark forces that had been at play for centuries. The journal was just the beginning. The true depth of the mystery was yet to be uncovered. As they left the curator room, the shadows seemed to lengthen, and a cold wind blew through the corridors. The spirits of the past were restless, and the trio was about to delve deep into a world of darkness and intrigue. The legacy of Lord Blackwood loomed large, his influence reaching across time and space. The fate of the nation hung in the balance, and the battle between good and evil was about to begin. Chapter 4. The second entrance, the White House Library, was a testament to knowledge and power, its shelves lined with volumes that spanned centuries. But today, it would become the epicenter of a mystery that threatened to unravel the very fabric of the nation. Maggie, Nathaniel, and Ellie reconvened in the library, the weight of Lord Blackwood's journal still fresh in their minds. The hall beneath the curator room was a dark enigma, and the trio was determined to uncover its secrets. As they discussed their next steps, Maggie's gaze was drawn to a section of the library that seemed out of place. The books there were newer, their spines uncracked, and the shelf was dust-free, indicating recent activity. Curious, she approached the shelf and began to examine the books. To her surprise, one of the volumes was not a book at all but a cleverly disguised lever. Without hesitation, she pulled it. A soft rumbling echoed through the library, and a section of the floor slid away, revealing a hidden passage. The trio exchanged stunned glances. This was the second entrance to the hall, the one mentioned in Blackwood's journal. Nathaniel, ever the protector, took the lead, his flashlight piercing the darkness. The passage was narrow and winding, its walls lined with faded murals that depicted scenes of rituals and ceremonies, much like the ones in the staircase. As they ventured deeper, the evidence of recent activity became undeniable. Fresh footprints marked the dusty floor, and the faint scent of burning candles lingered in the air. Someone had been here and not too long ago. The passage finally opened up into the vast chamber they had discovered earlier. But this time, the room was not empty. At the center, near the altar, stood a figure, their back to the trio, engrossed in a ritual. The figure was chanting, their voice low and melodic, as they traced symbols in the air with a silver dagger. Around them, candles flickered, casting eerie shadows on the walls. Maggie, 
Nathaniel, and Ellie watched in stunned silence, the realization dawning on them. Someone in the present day was continuing Blackwood's dark legacy, performing rituals in the heart of the White House. As the figure completed the ritual, they turned, revealing their face. It was someone they recognized, someone they had never suspected. It was a high-ranking official, a trusted member of the administration. The official's eyes widened in surprise, and for a moment, time seemed to stand still. Then, with a swift motion, they extinguished the candles, plunging the room into darkness. The trio scrambled to turn on their flashlights, but by the time they did, the official was gone, leaving behind only the lingering scent of burnt candles and a sense of foreboding. The implications were staggering. Not only was the White House home to a hidden chamber of dark rituals, but someone in a position of power was actively involved. The trio was no longer just dealing with the ghosts of the past but with a very real and present threat. As they made their way back to the library, their minds raced. Who else was involved? How deep did this conspiracy go? And what were they trying to achieve? The discovery of the second entrance had opened a Pandora's box, and the trio was about to delve deep into a world of intrigue and danger. The battle between good and evil was intensifying, and the fate of the nation hung in the balance. The legacy of Lord Blackwood was alive and well, its influence reaching into the highest echelons of power. The trio was determined to uncover the truth, no matter the cost. But as they would soon discover, the truth was more terrifying than they could have ever imagined. The darkness was closing in, and the battle for the soul of the nation was about to begin. Chapter 5 the haunting begins the White House, with its grandeur and history, had always been a beacon of hope and democracy. But as night fell, its corridors took on a more sinister hue. The shadows seemed deeper, the silence more profound. And in the heart of the building, a darkness was awakening. Maggie sat in her office, poring over Lord Blackwood's journal, trying to decipher the cryptic symbols and rituals. The room was silent, save for the soft scratching of her pen. But as she delved deeper into the journal, a cold draft swept through the room, causing the candles to flicker. Startled, Maggie looked up, her eyes scanning the room. For a brief moment, she thought she saw a figure standing in the doorway, its form ethereal and translucent. But as quickly as it appeared, it vanished. Shaken, Maggie tried to dismiss the apparition as a trick of the light. But deep down, she knew that the haunting had begun. Across the corridor, Ellie sat in her room, engrossed in her research. The events of the past few days weighed heavily on her, and she was determined to uncover the truth. But as she read, a soft whisper echoed through the room, sending shivers down her spine. The whisper grew louder, its tone filled with malice. Leave. Leave this place. Ellie's heart raced as she looked around, trying to locate the source of the sound. But the room was empty, save for the shadows that seemed to dance on the walls. As the night wore on, the paranormal activities escalated. Doors slammed shut on their own. Lights flickered, and cold spots appeared throughout the building. The White House, once a symbol of power and hope, was now a place of fear and dread. Maggie and Ellie, despite their skepticism, could no longer deny the evidence. The haunting was real, and it was growing stronger with each passing day. One night, as Maggie lay in bed, she was jolted awake by a vivid nightmare. In her dream, she was standing in the hidden chamber, surrounded by figures in dark robes. They chanted in a language she couldn't understand, their voices rising in a crescendo. As the chanting grew louder, the figures turned to face her, their eyes glowing with malevolence. Maggie tried to scream, 
but no sound came out. She was paralyzed, unable to move or speak. Suddenly, the figures lunged at her, their hands reaching out to grab her. Maggie tried to fight them off, but they were too strong. As they closed in on her, she felt a sharp pain in her chest, and everything went black. Jolted awake, Maggie sat up, her heart racing. The room was dark, the only light coming from the moon outside. But as she looked around, she realized she was not alone. Standing at the foot of her bed was an apparition, its form ethereal and translucent. It was one of the figures from her dream, its eyes glowing with malice. Maggie tried to scream, but no sound came out. The apparition moved closer, its form shifting and changing. And as it reached out to touch her, Maggie felt a coldness like she had never felt before. Across the corridor, Ellie too was experiencing a vivid nightmare. In her dream, she was standing in the White House library, surrounded by books and scrolls. But as she looked around, she realized that the books were alive, their pages turning on their own. Suddenly, the books began to fly off the shelves, their pages flapping like wings. They circled around her, their voices whispering dark secrets in her ear. Ellie tried to run, but the books closed in on her, their pages wrapping around her, suffocating her. As she struggled to breathe, the books tightened their grip, their voices growing louder and more insistent. And as darkness closed in on her, Ellie felt a sharp pain in her chest, and everything went black. Jolted awake, Ellie sat up, her heart racing. The room was dark, the only light coming from the moon outside. But as she looked around, she realized she was not alone. Standing at the foot of her bed was an apparition, its form ethereal and translucent. It was one of the books from her dream, its pages flapping like wings. Ellie tried to scream, but no sound came out. The apparition moved closer, its form shifting and changing. And as it reached out to touch her, Ellie felt a coldness like she had never felt before. The haunting had begun, and it was only going to get worse. The White House, with its grandeur and history, was now a place of fear and dread. And as the darkness closed in, Maggie and Ellie realized that they were in a battle for their very souls. Chapter 6 The Curse of the White House The morning sun streamed through the tall windows of the White House library, casting a golden hue over the room. But the beauty of the day did little to dispel the unease that had settled over its occupants. Ellie sat at a large wooden table, surrounded by stacks of books, journals, and old newspaper clippings. Her face was pale, her eyes red-rimmed from lack of sleep, but her determination was unwavering. As Maggie entered, she noticed Ellie's intense focus on a particular document. What have you found? She asks, her voice tinged with both hope and apprehension. Ellie looked up, her eyes filled with a mix of excitement and dread. I think I've uncovered something significant, she began, her voice trembling slightly. It's a curse, Maggie. The White House is under a curse. Maggie's skepticism was evident. A curse? Ellie, we need to be rational about this. But Ellie was undeterred. Hear me out, she urged. I've been going through records, journals, anything I could find that might give us a clue about what's happening. And there's a recurring theme. A curse placed on the White House by Lord Blackwood and his followers. Maggie leaned in, intrigued despite herself. Go on. Ellie spread out a series of documents on the table. Look at this, she said, pointing to an old newspaper clipping from the late 1800s. The headline read, Mysterious Events Plague White House, Is It Cursed? The article talks about strange occurrences, unexplained phenomena, 
even decisions made by presidents that seemed out of character, Ellie explained. And it's not just this one article. There are multiple accounts, spanning decades, all hinting at the same thing. Maggie scanned the clippings, her skepticism waning. So you're saying that this curse has been influencing events and decisions for over a century? Ellie nodded. Exactly. Think about it. Some of the most controversial and unexplained decisions made by past presidents could be attributed to this curse. Wars that were started without clear reason, treaties that were broken, even personal scandals that seemed out of character. It's all connected. Maggie sat down, trying to process the information. But why? What's the purpose of this curse? Ellie hesitated, choosing her words carefully. Power, she finally said. Control. By placing the White House under a curse, Blackwood and his followers could influence events, shape the course of history. And if the hall beneath the curator room is still active, then the curse is still in effect. The implications were staggering. The very heart of American democracy, the symbol of freedom and hope, was under the influence of dark forces. Maggie's mind raced. We need to find a way to break this curse, she said, determination evident in her voice. Ellie nodded in agreement. I've been researching ancient rituals, looking for a way to counteract the curse. But it won't be easy. We're dealing with forces beyond our understanding. As the day wore on, the duo delved deeper into their research, looking for any clue, any hint that might help them break the curse. The library became a sanctuary, a place of hope in the face of overwhelming darkness. But as night fell, the haunting resumed. Shadows danced on the walls, whispers echoed through the corridors, and the weight of the curse pressed down on them. The battle for the soul of the White House had begun, and the stakes had never been higher. The fate of the nation hung in the balance, and Maggie and Ellie were determined to uncover the truth, no matter the cost. But as they would soon discover, the truth was more terrifying than they could have ever imagined. The curse was alive and well, its influence reaching into the highest echelons of power. And the darkness was closing in, threatening to consume them all. Chapter 7 The Ghost of Lord Blackwood The White House, with its pristine walls and majestic architecture, stood as a silent witness to the passage of time. But within its hallowed halls, the past was very much alive. As night descended, the building took on an eerie stillness, its silence broken only by the occasional rustle of the wind or the distant hoot of an owl. Maggie, having spent another long day researching the curse, decided to take a break. She wandered the corridors, lost in thought, the weight of their recent discoveries pressing heavily on her. The dimly lit hallways, with their portraits of past presidents, seemed to watch her every move. As she passed the state dining room, a cold draft sent shivers down her spine. Pausing, she felt an inexplicable pull towards the room. The grand chandeliers cast a soft glow, illuminating the ornate furnishings. But what caught Maggie's attention was the figure standing by the fireplace. Dressed in 19th-century attire, with a distinguished bearing, stood Lord Cedric Blackwood. His eyes, piercing and cold, locked onto Maggie's, and for a moment, time seemed to stand still. Maggie, though rooted to the spot with fear, found her voice. You. You're Lord Blackwood. A sardonic smile played on Blackwood's lips. In the flesh, or rather, in the spirit, he replied, his voice dripping with malice. Why are you here? Maggie demanded, trying to mask her fear. Blackwood's gaze never wavered. I am here because this is my domain. I may no longer be of the living, but my influence, my power, is very much alive. Maggie took a deep breath, 
summoning her courage. What do you want? Blackwood's smile widened. Control, he said simply. From the moment I set foot in this building, I knew its potential. The White House, the very heart of this nation, is the perfect vessel for my ambitions. Maggie's mind raced, trying to make sense of his words. But why? Why go to such lengths? Why the curse? Blackwood's laughter echoed through the room, sending chills down Maggie's spine. Power, my dear. The power to shape the course of history, to influence events, to control the fate of this nation. And with the curse, I can do just that. Maggie's eyes widened in realization. You want to control the nation from the shadows, to bend it to your will. Blackwood nodded, his eyes gleaming with malevolence. Precisely. And with each passing day, my influence grows. The curse is my legacy, my gift to this nation. And no one can stop me. Maggie took a step back, her heart racing. We'll find a way to break the curse, to free the White House from your grasp. Blackwood's laughter rang out again, cold and mocking. You can try, but you will fail. The curse is eternal, and my power is absolute. With that, he began to fade, his form becoming translucent, until he was nothing more than a wisp of smoke. But his presence, his malevolence, lingered, casting a shadow over the room. Maggie, shaken to her core, made her way back to the library, where Ellie awaited. The weight of their discovery, the realization of the true extent of Blackwood's power, pressed heavily on them. The battle for the soul of the White House had taken a dark turn, and the stakes had never been higher. The ghost of Lord Blackwood, with his malevolent intentions, was a force to be reckoned with. And as the darkness closed in, Maggie and Ellie realized that they were in a battle not just for the fate of the nation, but for their very souls. Chapter 8 The cult revealed the White House, with its sprawling lawns and iconic facade, was a hive of activity during the day. But as evening approached, a different kind of energy took over. The recent discoveries had cast a pall over its inhabitants, and whispers of the curse and the cult echoed through its corridors. Maggie and Ellie, having realized the gravity of the situation, knew they had to act fast. The ghostly apparition of Lord Blackwood had made it clear that the curse was very much alive, and its influence was growing. But what was even more alarming was the possibility of a modern-day cult operating within the very walls of the White House. The duo decided to launch a covert investigation into the current White House staff. Using their access to confidential files and records, they began to piece together a list of potential suspects. Anyone with a connection to the library, the curator room, or the hidden chamber was under scrutiny. As the days turned into nights, a pattern began to emerge. Certain members of the staff, some in high-ranking positions, had been accessing the library and the curator room at odd hours. Security footage showed them congregating in secret meetings, their actions shrouded in mystery. Ellie, using her research skills, delved deeper into their backgrounds. And what she uncovered was chilling. Many of them had ties to old families, families that had been associated with Lord Blackwood and his followers. The pieces of the puzzle were falling into place. One evening, as Maggie and Ellie were poring over the evidence, they stumbled upon a breakthrough. A series of coded messages, exchanged between the suspected members of the cult. Using a cipher from Lord Blackwood's journal, they managed to decode the messages. The content was both revealing and alarming. The messages spoke of rituals, ceremonies, and plans to strengthen the curse. They also mentioned a grand ceremony, set to take place on the upcoming new moon, a ceremony that would seal the fate of the nation. The realization hit them like a ton of bricks. 
The conspiracy ran deep, deeper than they could have ever imagined. The modern-day cult was not just a group of misguided individuals. They were a powerful and organized force, with a clear agenda. Maggie and Ellie knew they had to act fast. The new moon was just days away, and the fate of the nation hung in the balance. But they also knew that they were up against a formidable enemy, one that would stop at nothing to achieve its goals. The duo decided to confront the members of the cult, to expose their nefarious plans and put an end to the curse once and for all. But they also knew that they were walking into the lion's den, and the stakes had never been higher. As they prepared for the confrontation, they armed themselves with knowledge, with evidence, and with a determination to see justice served. The battle for the soul of the White House was about to reach its climax, and the fate of the nation was in their hands. But as they would soon discover, the cult was not just a group of individuals. It was a force of darkness, with powers beyond their understanding. The battle was about to get personal, and the lines between good and evil were about to be blurred. The stage was set for a showdown, one that would determine the fate of the nation and the legacy of the White House. The cult had been revealed, but the battle was far from over. Chapter 9 The Ritual The White House, with its storied history and grandeur, had seen its fair share of ceremonies and rituals. But none would compare to the dark ceremony that was being planned within its very walls. The cult, with its roots tracing back to Lord Blackwood, was preparing for a grand ritual, one that would solidify their power and plunge the nation into darkness. Maggie and Ellie, having uncovered the depth of the conspiracy, knew that they were racing against time. But they weren't alone in their fight. Nathaniel, a historian with a deep knowledge of the occult, had joined their cause. With his expertise, they hoped to decipher the ritual specifics and find a way to stop it. The trio spent countless hours in the library, poring over ancient texts and manuscripts. Nathaniel, with his keen eye, identified several key rituals that the cult might use. Each was more sinister than the last, involving blood sacrifices, dark incantations, and the summoning of malevolent entities. The key, Nathaniel explained one evening, is to understand the ritual's purpose. Once we know what they're trying to achieve, we can find a way to counteract it. As the days passed, the tension within the White House was palpable. Staff members whispered in hushed tones, and an air of unease settled over the building. The cult, aware that their plans had been discovered, grew bolder in their actions. Mysterious symbols appeared overnight, candles burned in odd patterns, and an eerie chant echoed through the corridors. The date of the ritual was fast approaching, and the trio knew that they had to act. Using the information they had gathered, they formulated a plan. They would infiltrate the ceremony, disrupt the ritual, and put an end to the cult's reign of terror. But their plan was fraught with danger. The cult was powerful, their members loyal and ruthless. Any misstep could prove fatal. But Maggie, Ellie, and Nathaniel were determined. The fate of the nation was at stake, and they were willing to risk everything to save it. The night of the ritual arrived, and the White House was shrouded in darkness. The moon, hidden behind thick clouds, cast an eerie glow over the building. The trio, dressed in dark clothing, made their way to the hidden chamber, where the ceremony was set to take place. As they approached, they could hear the cult's chants growing louder, their voices rising in a frenzied crescendo. The chamber's entrance was guarded by two robed figures, their faces hidden behind masks. But Maggie, Ellie, and Nathaniel had come prepared. Using a smoke bomb, they created a diversion, allowing them to slip past the guards and enter the chamber. Inside, the scene was both mesmerizing and horrifying. 
The room was bathed in a red glow, with candles arranged in intricate patterns. At the center stood an altar, upon which lay a sacrificial dagger. Surrounding it were the cult's members, their faces hidden behind masks, their voices raised in chant. The trio, hidden in the shadows, watched in horror as the cult's leader, a tall figure in a crimson robe, stepped forward. Raising the dagger, he began to recite an incantation, his voice echoing through the chamber. Maggie, Ellie, and Nathaniel knew that they had to act fast. Using the knowledge they had gathered, they began to recite a counter-incantation, their voices rising above the cult's chants. The room's atmosphere grew charged, the air crackling with energy. The two incantations clashed, creating a cacophony of sound. The candles flickered, the shadows danced, and for a moment, it seemed as if the very fabric of reality was tearing apart. But then, with a deafening roar, a blinding light filled the chamber. The cult's members screamed in agony, their forms disintegrating into ash. The leader, his robe aflame, let out a final cry before collapsing to the ground. The chamber fell silent, the only sound the trio's ragged breathing. The ritual had been stopped, the cult defeated. But the cost had been high. The chamber, once a place of dark power, was now a tomb, a testament to the battle that had taken place. Maggie, Ellie, and Nathaniel, their faces pale, their bodies exhausted, made their way out of the chamber. The White House, once a symbol of hope and democracy, had been saved. But the scars of the battle would remain, a reminder of the darkness that had once threatened to consume it. The trio, having faced unimaginable horrors, emerged stronger, their bond unbreakable. They had faced the darkness and emerged victorious. But they also knew that the battle was far from over. The cult may have been defeated, but the darkness still lingered, waiting for its next opportunity to strike. Chapter 10 The Final Confrontation The White House, a beacon of democracy and hope, now stood at the precipice of a battle that would determine its very soul. The events of the past few days had culminated in this moment, a showdown between the forces of good and evil. Maggie, Ellie, and Nathaniel, having thwarted the cult's ritual, knew that the final confrontation was imminent. The darkness that had been awakened would not be easily quelled. They prepared themselves, drawing on every ounce of knowledge and strength they possessed. As night fell, an oppressive silence enveloped the White House. The trio made their way to the Oval Office, the heart of the building, and the epicenter of the impending battle. As they entered, the room was bathed in an eerie glow, the shadows seeming to come alive. Suddenly, a chilling wind swept through the room, extinguishing the candles and plunging it into darkness. From the shadows emerged figures, ethereal and translucent, the spirits of past presidents. Lincoln, with his tall stature and somber expression. Roosevelt, with his fiery determination. Kennedy, with his youthful vigor. They had been awakened, called upon to defend the very institution they had once led. But they were not alone. From the opposite end of the room emerged darker spirits, malevolent entities summoned by the curse. They circled the room, their intentions clear. The battle had begun. Maggie, Ellie, and Nathaniel, standing side by side, began to recite incantations, their voices rising in unison. The spirits of the past presidents joined them, their combined energy creating a barrier against the dark forces. The room was filled with a cacophony of sounds, the clash of good and evil, light and darkness. The very walls of the Oval Office seemed to tremble, as if unable to bear the weight of the battle. The dark spirits, sensing the strength of their opponents, grew more aggressive. They lunged at the trio their forms shifting and changing, 
becoming more terrifying with each attack. But Maggie, Ellie, and Nathaniel stood their ground, their determination unwavering. As the battle raged on, the fate of the nation hung in the balance. The White House, the symbol of hope and democracy, was under siege, its very soul at stake. But just when it seemed that the darkness would prevail, a blinding light filled the room. The spirits of the past presidents, drawing on the strength of their combined energy, unleashed a powerful force, banishing the dark entities and sealing the curse once and for all. The room fell silent, the oppressive darkness replaced by a serene calm. The spirits of the past presidents, their duty fulfilled, began to fade, their forms becoming translucent before disappearing entirely. Maggie, Ellie, and Nathaniel, exhausted but triumphant, looked around the room, the weight of their victory sinking in. The White House had been saved, the curse broken, and the nation's soul preserved. As dawn broke, the trio emerged from the Oval Office, the first rays of sunlight casting a golden hue over the building. The battle was over, but its scars would remain, a testament to the darkness that had once threatened to consume it. The trio, having faced unimaginable horrors, emerged stronger, their bond unbreakable. They had faced the darkness and emerged victorious, their legacy forever etched in the annals of history. The White House, with its storied history and grandeur, stood tall, a symbol of hope and resilience. The battle for its soul had been won, but the fight against darkness would continue, a reminder that the forces of good would always prevail. We hope you have enjoyed our storytelling offering tonight. Please be sure to subscribe and turn on notifications to be alerted of future weekly additions to our collections. Paranormal Untold Stories